0: chapter 10 of the yellow sheet this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the yellow sheet the librivox nano rimo project 2007 chapter 10 written by digisage recorded by Kara schallenberg her face displays a puzzled reaction "'You have a singularity in your pants? Doesn't that hurt?' "'Uh, no, I mean to say, well,' Derek says, looking sheepish. Continuing the charade, Liz asks, "'Shouldn't you get that examined by a doctor?' Mm um, you didn't strike me as this naive from our earlier conversations,' Derek states, looking disappointed. "'No, I get it. I like you and all, but doing it in the back of a truck with someone I have known for a short while doesn't turn me on very much.' "'Derek asks. "'Well, what did you expect when you decided to go hitchhiking with random truckers?' "'Liz leaves this question unanswered. "'The fact is that this dirty situation turned her on a great deal, "'but for some reason she felt that in this particular instance "'she should not use her sex as a weapon. "'You don't have a wife or a girlfriend or anything?' Liz asks. "'Actually, I do have a wife, but she went batshit insane and forgot about me. "'She didn't leave me or anything. "'She just literally forgot who I was.' She forgot about her children, too. Weird. Wow, that totally sucks. No wonder you want it so bad. I'm guessing your insane wife doesn't put out very much. Liz asks devilishly. You guess correctly, Derek replies, with an eager look on his face. Yeah, well, maybe later, but not now. Liz discovers a new way to use her sex. Temptation. He'll do whatever she wants now. Looking for a change of subject, Liz asks... "'So what work did you do for the Navy?' "'Derek looks offended. "'I already told you I can't talk about it. "'It's not easy keeping this stuff to myself. "'Please don't tempt me.' "'Oh, what a bore! "'Your mysteriousness was really warming me up. "'Who knows what brawny, manly things you are up to? "'What do I care about military secrets? "'I can keep my mouth shut. "'For the most part.' "'She winks at Derek. "'More female manipulation. "'Wow, this is easy.' "'Derek looks less offended and more eager. "'Oh, you like brawn?' "'Liz almost laughs, barely stifling it in time. "'How can men be this naive?' "'Oh, yes, I do.' "'Liz overtly looks at the mattress in the back. "'It's looking a lot more cosy back there.' "'Derek cuts her off to continue his story. "'Yes, well, where to start?' "'Derek's mood suddenly changes. "'He looks terrified.' "'Where to begin? "'There are a lot of things in this world that most people don't know about. "'Really, screwed-up things. "'Things the government hides from people. "'Not because they want some advantage over other countries or anything like that. "'Some things they hide for the continuation of public sanity.' "'Liz looks surprised. "'Everyone's heard of government conspiracies, "'but I didn't think any of them were ever true. "'You're telling me they are?' "'No, actually, I've never heard of a conspiracy that was true.' "'The one particular project I worked on has been such a perfectly kept secret "'that no one in the public has ever heard anything about it.' "'Liz, intrigued, asks, "'If it's been so perfectly kept, why are you telling me now? "'I mean, I really want to hear your story, but it doesn't make sense.' "'Derek, looking gloomy, says, "'I'm not happy with the Navy. "'In fact, I'm furious. "'There were a lot of promises they made to me in exchange for my service, "'doing work that no one else would do.' and they never made good on those promises. My life is in shambles because of that, and I'm sick of it, so I don't care about their secrets anymore. It'll probably get me killed, but I just don't care anymore. Liz, almost shaking with anticipation, begs him to continue. Derek continues the story. Right. Screwed-up things the military covers up. Lots of things, I'm sure. I only know about the one I dealt with. It turns out that certain people can manipulate the minds of others. Liz stifles another laugh. After all, she's manipulating him right now. Or at least she was. Derek's gloomy feeling spreads over her. "'Ow!' Liz screams. Her medal is suddenly burning hot. She takes it off her neck, also burning her hand, and throws it on the floor. "'Damn, girl, what happened?' Derek asks, trying to recover the swerving of the truck, after jerking the steering wheel with surprise. "'Oh, uh, my necklace irritates my skin sometimes.' Some kind of metal allergy. I'm all right now. Please continue. Derek, shaken, continues. It's like a drug, a highly addictive drug. Once a person realizes they have this power over others, it consumes them. It changes their personality. They become more powerful. Their sanity suffers. The images they put in the heads of other people cause enormous problems. Terrifying problems. Derek continues, short of breath. There have been times when the population of an entire town has gone completely insane, and I spent ten years dealing with this. Liz, her smug feeling of triumph over men completely gone now, says, "'Okay, I can see how this would be a problem, but it still doesn't seem that terrifying. I mean, images can be scary, but so scary that the military needs to prevent it? How exactly does the military prevent it, anyway?' "'I'll explain the, uh, prevention later,' Derek continues." "'It's not scary at first. Until they send you to kill these people. The manipulators always see you coming, and they use all their powers to stop you. A normal man wouldn't even notice they were being diverted. However, the military has some extremely powerful drugs that give one a sort of immunity.' "'They must have injected gallons of that stuff into me. The drug isn't perfect, though. It prevents me from being manipulated, but it makes the images scarier.' "'I spent my entire career completely terrified, every minute of the day. "'I had to take anti-anxiety medication by the bottle, "'except for when I was on active duty, in which case I had to simply endure. "'And the worst part is that there were a few manipulators that got away. "'I got close enough to them for them to notice me, to remember me, and to loathe me. "'But I didn't manage to kill them. I became their obsession.' "'Liz, starting to catch on to exactly why this is a huge problem, asks— "'Why did you do this work for so long?' "'It was fun at first. Exhilarating. Only after my first few kills did things start to suck. The drug helped less. It always prevented them from manipulating my physical motions, but the images kept leaking through in greater detail. The Navy promised me that a newer, better version of the drug was on its way, but I never saw any of it. That's the first promise they broke.' "'I tried to quit.' They wouldn't let me. They said that all of the provisions for the end of my career would be cancelled if I didn't finish my ten-year term. I really, really needed those provisions, so I was forced to continue. After ten years they totally screwed me over.' "'What did they promise you?' Liz asks. "'They promised protection for me and my family. The manipulators that got away would seek me out for as long as they lived. They promised that once I was done I would have a safe place to live— guarded by all kinds of technology to keep the manipulators from even knowing I existed. They promised they'd fake my death and erase my name from history. In the end, they didn't even pay me. After ten years' work, I had about a thousand dollars in savings, and no skills or experience that could be applied to a non-military career, not even counting the fact that I couldn't tell anyone about it. Liz, really feeling sorry for this guy now, asks, "'How are you dealing with all this now?' "'Derek, looking almost suicidally depressed now, replies, "'I was doing okay for a while, until they found my wife. "'The government saw it coming and tried to prevent the manipulator from getting to her. "'Their method of prevention was far more barbaric than what they had me do in the past. "'Also it didn't work.' "'How did they try to stop the, uh, manipulator?' Liz asks, shaken. "'A nuclear bomb dropped from a plane.' "'Once you have a hammer, every problem looks like a nail, or so they say. "'They accidentally dropped it a few miles off target. "'It landed in a lake and did barely any damage when it went off. "'So, yeah, I'm pretty fucked up. First, my ex-employer tries to nuke my wife, "'and then a manipulator drives her nuts, and she forgets about her family. "'And I think the manipulator knows I'm alive, "'having read it from my wife's mind before she went nuts. "'Liz, totally blown away by this, has one burning question remaining.' "'What exactly was your method of prevention?' "'Derek, really not wanting to admit to this, answers, "'You can't just shoot these people. "'Whatever it is in their minds that gives them this power "'can spread to other people once they're dead, "'in which case the whole purpose of killing them is defeated. "'The military discovered how to prevent this "'after many hours of torturous testing on less dangerous manipulators. "'They gave me a plastic bottle of sulfuric acid. "'I have to pour it on the manipulators' eyes.' and wait until the eyes are gone. Liz almost vomits. Derek can see her reaction and tries to calm her. He puts his hand on her leg. "'This is really why I don't want to tell anyone about this. I'm sorry to have done this to you. No one should have to carry this burden. And now you know how dangerous the world is. There are still a lot of manipulators out there. They're getting stronger, and breeding.' "'Liz doesn't know what to say.' The next few hours are completely silent, until they both hear a police siren. Derek looks in his rear-view mirror and sees a police car, lights flashing. Derek pulls over to the side of the road. The cop walks over to the truck, asks Derek to get out. Derek wasn't speeding, and he's positive all the lights on his truck are operational. Why did the cop pull me over? The cop looks Derek right in the eyes and says, We know and walks away. End of chapter 10